This Meeting on the Go podcast is brought to you by the San Francisco Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. Impulsive overeater. I'm really nervous. <laughs> More like hot and sweaty. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to take off the fur. <laughs> um, actually, that's one thing that recovery has given me, um, the freedom to be fabulous. <laughs> I uh, don't come here through uh, just having walked in the door um, compulsive overeater. I came in through other rooms um, just to let you know um, I have five and a half years in AA and almost three years in Al-Anon and without those two programs I probably wouldn't have come here even though when I was two I was stuffing Twinkies in my diaper so I definitely would have <laughs> sugar a long time ago. Um, That's the story according to my mom. And the funny thing is, I always remember the sound of that crinkle. I'm like, I, can, I don't remember anything else. Kind of the feel of the linoleum and the sound of the crinkle. It was something to the effect of, um, you can't have that. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of feel like I've always had this. Um, I feel like I've always had the ism, um, the I self me. I am more important than you. I'm going to think about myself all the time, and it's all about me. And. Uh, I've learned through the rooms that it's not all about me, and that's the big problem. Because if it's all about me, then I'm living constantly in self-centered fear, and um, that fear that you're not going to like me, and um, that fear that I have to conform to something to make you like me better. So I don't know if I, I said it already, but I usually start with my date in whatever program I'm in. So my abstinence date is October 28th, 2009. So I, I have a little more than nine months. So I'm really, really new. Um, uh, I'm on step seven, about to move into step eight. Um, I'm already worried about step eight because I already know there's one name on it that I have to put on it that I don't want to put on Okay. My sponsors already suggested that I make amends for. I'm like, oh, oh. The funny thing is, I've done the steps, now the programs, so I know how, that, how it works. You know, um, body image is interesting for me. Uh, what what I've come to realize from I, I've lost weight coming into Overeaters Anonymous, um, and that was. What I'd like to say was my, um, you know, superficial desire was to lose weight, but really what it, it comes down to today and what I, I think I always knew in my heart of hearts was that it was that discomfort and uneasiness with the compulsion when I couldn't stop. And it wasn't... I'm not blind. I know I'm an attractive person, and there have always been people who have wanted to be with me. Not always people I want to be with, but whatever. I <laughs> didn't lack for dates, um, unless I said I didn't want to. And the weight thing didn't have to be an issue. God, I love Craigslist. BBW, I was on it. I'm like, all right, yeah. Well, you know. So currently right now... I'm about um, 100 pounds lighter than my top weight, which I did not experience here in OA. I was back in Wisconsin, where I come from. Um, I've never been a small person, you know. Um, I've always thought of myself as pretty big. Sometimes I thought of myself as strong, you know. And I never really let my, my weight 
get in the way of what I want it to do. I, I'm, I'm kind of pig-headed and rebellious, and um, I was in sports, you know. I was on swim team. I actually weigh less now <laughs> than when I was on swim team, and sometimes I want to kick myself, like, God, I could have actually been pretty good. <laughs> but, you know, it's just God's trip for me. That's just how it is. Um, I'm, I'm the smallest right now, the smallest size. I'm, I'm like 12 and 11, something like that, which feels fake. You know, just it doesn't feel right. You know, my top size was like a 28. Um, and I saw myself heading into the 30s, and I was like, where are you going? <laughs> but, um, you know, I was really, 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 really super busy isolating myself from you. And I figured the more space I had, you know, the better I would feel. And it was this weird, awful, vicious cycle that I hated what I was doing, but I couldn't stop. And I hated what I was doing, but I couldn't stop. And the pants were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, um, I don't come from the healthiest of families. So um, my sister kind of went the polar opposite and was, you know, really on the thinner side of things. And um, my mom was also that way. I'm the shortest person in my family. <laughs> so um, when my mom was pregnant with me and, and I was a twin, um, she was 125 pounds and she's taller than I am. So she also, you know, and has other numerous issues. But so it's always been like some funny, funny weight stuff, some funny body image stuff in my family. And <clears throat> one of the things that I really wanted to deal with, especially coming into recovery, that I've tried to deal with in my other programs, but never quite found that relief, was some of the some of the stuff that happened when I was was growing up. I have a lot more compassion for my mom now, but there are things that happened that you know really shaped the way that I see myself. Um, behaviors that you know it was you know there there was a typical mom grew up in the depression area you know whatever her grandparents my grandparents were very poor and she had 14 brothers and sisters and you eat everything on your fucking plate or you just stay at the table until it's gone and it doesn't mean you know it can be hours it is um you sit and you finish your squash um you're found sneaking something you're not supposed to have. You're four and a half. You eat a whole fucking bag of Snickers until you throw up. Mm. What's really funny is being in my mid-20s and then even into my early 30s and having moments where I was just like so wildly uncomfortable with something and what I had reached for a Snickers bar. <laughs> you know, I don't like Snickers bars. I never did really. But if I needed something that was going to kind of, it was like, it's like a drug. Um, or being 10 and my mom had uh, stripped me naked and stood me on top of the toilet in the upstairs bathroom and pulled open the mirror and said, you're fat and ugly, and if you don't do something about it now, you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. Mm. It's 10. I don't think I was fat, and I don't think I was ugly, but I only know that in, in hindsight, in present moment, you know. So I went through my entire teens doing everything I could to be completely opposite of what my mom wanted. God, I didn't want to be like her. So, you know, but I also wanted to succeed, and I also wanted to do things. So, like I said, I did a lot of sports, you know, um, and I was really healthy. I'm still really healthy. I'm really active. 
Um, <laughs> I got a black belt in Kung Fu, and I was 250 pounds. <laughs> you did not want to be in my way. <laughs> I wasn't going to let the weight stop me, but it always kind of did at some point. You know, it always kind of did. So um, what happened was, after I got sober, I decided uh, I had a friend who kept saying, maybe you should turn it away. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should got Alan on. I was like, shut up. <laughs> you know? And I tried both of those things. Um, and I had really uncomfortable experiences in both places. And so I didn't go. But I heard a few things. One was no sugar. And then, uh, so I cut out no sugar. And whoa, what do you know? The weight started to fall off. And I started to you know, think that I was fixed, but I wasn't fixed, I wasn't cured, and then I decided, maybe, maybe I'll look into Afe, you know, and I went there, and, um, and I heard, ooh, no flour, and I was like, all right, I'll try the no flour, you know, hey, I lost a little more weight, but I didn't have a solution, except willpower, white knuckling, um, I don't think there was a day during those two years when I didn't eat flour or sugar that I didn't think about the fact that I wasn't <laughs> eating flour or sugar. And it was really uncomfortable. You know, and then my best friend died. And there was a donut. And then I was off and running. And at that same point, I had started getting a lot of male attention. I was going on a lot of dates. I was, I was suddenly, yeah, I was suddenly dating. And skinny and, and, you know, and crazy. I was fucking crazy. I didn't have a solution. And so I went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And sometimes I would have a couple of months with no sugar or no flour or no this or no that. And then I would, something would happen. I would have a feeling, you know. <laughs> um, and it's funny because I can have those feelings today. And sometimes my clothes just fit me wonderfully. Oh, I'm in a great mood. Everything looks good. Everything's fine. If I'm in a bad mood, like nothing. Like the earrings look fat. It's like <laughs> nothing. And so what I've gotten to see and something that my sponsor told me early, early on that I really loved was that um, are you hungry or are you having a feeling? And I was like, yeah. oh, well, I'm afraid I'm going to be hungry, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and I've been hungry a few times, but only through my own kind of stupidity, which I will touch briefly on. Um, so I tried, and I tried, and I tried, and I tried. And it, it just, it was it was getting worse, you know. It was like when I had gotten sober, it'd be like, I'm not going to do anything, and then I would, and then it'd be like a week-long crazy binge, you know. And the weight started to come back. And it really just freaked me out, so I tried again. And I started going to the 7 a.m.s up in Noe Valley. And I tried to get a sponsor, and, and I couldn't find a sponsor. And went back out, and for about a month, it was the same craziness. Like, I'll do it on my own, I'll do it on my own. And nope, didn't work. And then I went to the Sunday night meeting at St. Philip's, my sponsor's book. And I knew him from other rooms, and I wanted what he had. He didn't talk about what he didn't eat or ate. He didn't talk about his food plan. He talked about a spiritual solution. He talked about doing step work. He talked about being in a group of people that did step work. And I wanted that because I knew that that's where the solution was. I knew that it doesn't matter what I look like on any given day. Um, it doesn't actually even matter what I eat on any given day. What matters is, am I connected to my higher power? Can I rely on my higher power to take care of me? Can I look at something within myself, that still small voice, 
versus something external that I can either put on or put in or, you know, paint on. And, and that is what my solution is. So the steps are my solution. And the steps are where I find, you know, that my image of myself has changed. And I'm being on step seven right now. Um, I say the seven-step prayer every day, along with a few other prayers. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things I like about it is that it says, my creator, you know, and I'm now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. And, and creator for me is um, somebody who's creative, somebody who's beautiful. I look around God's beautiful world, and I was told the first time that I did step seven that it's about self-acceptance and, and not self-improvement. And I can get on a real self-improvement kick, you know. I really, really can. And so I had to accept that... It, this is the body that God has given me, and it's fucking beautiful. And so my sponsor had me say, you know, when it came up in my fourth step, I, I'm resentful of myself for this and this and this. And, you know, what I got back was, thank you, God, for this beautiful body that you've given me to walk around in. And then, and it focused me back in my body because I like to be out of it. I want to be out of it. <laughs> like, I don't want to be in it, you know. Um but it brings me back into my feet and into who I am, and I feel like more centered, and I feel like I can walk through the world because I am a beautiful creation of God, you know? And, and my what I think is good and bad is not what someone else thinks is good and bad, you know? It's just, it's not, you know? Um, so it's it's been an amazing turnaround for me, and it's been, um, it's been scary, you know, there's been times I've been really frightened, and there's abuse in my history, you know, there's sexual and physical abuse, and so sometimes there's, like, those moments where someone will hug me, and I'm like, whoa, you're way too close, you know, where I'll feel my ribs, I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> where did that come from? I remember sitting here once, like, scratching my shoulder, I'm like, where'd my arm go? Like, it doesn't, it, you know, but I still, inside oftentimes feel the exact same way. So the external can change. It's that inside part of me that, that needs the work, you know. Um, well, my heart's beating really fast. <laughs> so I guess the last thing I'm going to talk on, I think before I have, I have like 40 seconds, I'm leaving for Burning Man tomorrow morning. And um, it's, it's a place where body image will definitely be brought to the forefront as many people frolic about naked with fairy wings on and, and their 20-year-old toned little bodies. And I'm, like, still thinking that I'm, you know, 292 pounds and, and don't deserve to be walking around somewhere in this beautiful body. And I get to keep reminding myself that I might be the only, you know, person in recovery that 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 somebody meets out there and I've gotten to help other people into the rooms through showing up and being present and so I'm going to do the same thing you know and I have a plan that I'm going to take with me and I have a higher power that looks after me you know I have internet access and that's not something most people get out there so I get to email my sponsor you know I still get to have connection even though I'm away and um I love this room. I love you. I love this program. It works. It so works. Please stay. Get a sponsor. Do the steps. And your life will change. Yeah.